Welcome to the Effortless Swimming Podcast, the show that helps swimmers and triathletes love the water, become a better swimmer, and live a better life. Here's your host, Brenton Ford. The Effortless Swimming Podcast. My guest today is Michael Ryber. Michael, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. So uh, I got in contact with you uh, a few weeks ago now, and I said, look, I'd love to have you on the podcast because the improvement that you'd had after the five-day catch change was pretty outstanding and I thought it'd be great for you to share what has made has made such a difference for you in that time because I couldn't quite believe it when I uh, read your comments at the bottom of it so uh, for those listening could you give people a bit of background on who you are what you do and uh, and how long you've been swimming that sort of thing yeah so uh, (laughs) um, I started right at the late swimming like uh, 30 years ago when I was 30 and uh, I was in a swimming squad uh, we met once a week it was for grown-up of course and uh, it focused on uh, just uh, getting the exercise and then improving a bit your your uh, your technique so at that point I wasn't even able to crawl like 24 meters I had to stop and breathe but but I got the breathing and stuff under control. Okay, that, but that was 30 years ago. It was a different swimming technique you used back then. Uh, the is stroke was the big thing mm. uh, of the time. And uh, yeah, I became a father and uh, I had to travel a lot with my work. Uh, so um, after a few years, uh, I, I stopped. Um, and 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 then um, I had my exercise from biking and uh, from running and and um, then <laughs> I picked up again swimming um, only recently. Um, I'm skydiving too, and then as I had an accident in 2017 where I broke my uh, my right ankle, then uh, I had to go through a uh, recovery with physiotherapist uh, uh, retraining and part of that retraining was getting back in the pool because it's uh, uh, you're not loading any of your joints when you are in a swimming pool and so so that was to regain some flexibility but but that was yeah I could still swim uh, the call and, and and that's fine but yeah it got yeah. the exercise then number of other health issues so it turned out i could no longer bike i could no longer run and um, uh, i gained a lot of weight as a result of that so uh, i on doctor's advice uh, got back into the pool Um, but living in denmark even the pools can be quite cold so it's not like uh, such a pleasure going in the pool Um, but um i started up <laughs> had a few runs and then covid came and closed all the pools and now I was back at square one and then may this year uh the pools opened up again and i could start swimming and i found out that if i um, um came in the day not in a swimming squat then i had access to uh, uh more heat <laughs> and and uh, being able to do this on my own time as i was working from home 
then I could uh, uh, arrange the time as I wanted it. I could go in the middle of the day to those sessions, so there was not a lot of people and meaning more space in the in the lanes. And and that was just comfortable. Starting out about 450 meters and then uh, gradually growing it to 800. Um, and and but still, when I look around, I see man, you are slow. <laughs> you might get some good exercise. You might get your heart beat up. Um, but but uh, <laughs> everybody else is, is almost faster, even those doing breaststrokes. So um, so I said, okay, uh, this is great. It's a life change for me. I was biking four to five hours a week and, and I had to, to do something else. So Yes, I really enjoyed swimming now that I could come uh, at my own time. So um, I, <laughs> I really wanted to do that. And, and since I know I'm going to be doing that a lot, and yeah, things happen in 30 years, I better revisit my <laughs> swimming style. <laughs> and and so, that was where you first started maybe looking for a way to get faster, was it? Is that when you sort of came across the catch up? Yeah, so, so um, now, now we are in, uh, in August um, where I had my 61-year birthday and I um, got a present from my daughter, which was uh, Swim Smooth, uh, which I'm sure you know. Yeah, <laughs> it, it must have been something of a Bible at that time in, in, in uh, Australia. Uh, but but my experience from um, skydiving is that uh, um, yeah that that using video you you can really learn a lot faster than just reading a book and then trying to do what that book describes. Mm. And and then when I looked at uh, around in YouTube, I saw. Uh, different videos and different people trying to teach you uh, the style. I started in, in, a, in a swimming squad uh, in September, and, and then I came across effortless swimming. And uh, I, I mean, I like the Australian way. I, I like the laid back, uh, um, relaxed uh, uh, approach. Um, no big promises, just uh, nice, sympathetic people. And, and uh, um, yeah, then I joined the, the Catch Challenge. And, uh, and I had already at that point trying to work in some of the changes that I had read. But, yeah, um, <clears throat> Following it, getting it step by step, really made a huge difference for me. Uh, so I was was able to to take it slow and and uh, focus on the technique. I, I I know that I shouldn't do like just laps and laps uh, for endurance or whatever, because as long as this technique is not the right technique, I will just be practicing some wrong strokes some and get some bad habits. I ran into a shoulder injury <laughs> because uh, that catch is, is really so different from what I tried before. 
I had some inherent failures like crossovers that that uh, exaggerated the shoulder injury. So I had to uh, stop for three weeks. Uh, it turned out, f- try and find out some guidance. What do you do when you, you have an injury? And, and uh, I mean, if you ask physiotherapists, they say, don't swim at all if you have uh, an yeah. injury. If you ask hardcore trainers, they said, uh, get on with the job, get in the water. You lose your feel for the water being out of it. And then you can start all over again. So uh, I found a middle ground. There was a physiotherapist in <laughs> swimming in the US who uh, recommended that you can continue as long as the pain is mild. But as soon as it gets like annoying and never train if it if it's hard pain, it will keep you in the water. It will keep your feel for the water. Do more kicking if it's a shoulder injury. Uh, do other exercises and, and then go slow on, on and don't do max and any of that. And, and that's what I did. And, and over the course of uh, four weeks, I, <laughs> thanks to... Uh, the the course I I got some corrections in in the stroke, did, and did, and uh, now I I have no uh, pain from injury or or exertion or, or anything, and I'm up to uh, swimming uh, four hours a week, so so it, it's great. That's a great result, and do I I get it quite more often than I would have expected a couple of years ago. Like a, there's a lot of people who do have some injuries caused by their swimming or they get it when they swim and i'm quite amazed at how often it just comes down to their technique so that's a it's a really good thing to to hear do you know what it what had caused it were you trying to get a really exaggerated catch or was there something there that you that stood out to you that you changed um i mean the first real eye-opener was uh when I took your advice and uh, shot a video, even though it was a bad video, then it struck me what I actually did compared to what I thought I did. Mm. And, and, and um, that, that was the first feedback you then gave me on the members call. Um, and, and, uh, and, and there, there you, you, I mean, it's like pulling all the curtains <laughs> that you swimming <laughs> right there. That there's no middle layers of interpretation. Yeah, it's it's just hard facts. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, like it or not, uh, and and then but if you accept that, and that's the first step in learning is accepting where you are. Then you can do something about it. And 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 there I could see, I I still had the crossover. <laughs> in the first video that, that I shouldn't have. Uh, and, and I thought maybe that it was over exaggerating the catch that had caused, uh, that pain, but why only in one side and not in the other, you would think you were symmetrically the video proved otherwise. <laughs> uh, it's, it's really an eye opener. Uh, so, so, so that's like one thing. The other thing was that I was ramping up my swimming. I was uh, like three times a week and uh, one was uh, with the squat. And then I had like two sessions where I could uh, uh, do the five-day catch challenge. Uh, but then with the three weeks, uh, 
uh, yeah, <laughs> pause. Then I uh, it, it it took quite a while to to complete those five days, um, and 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 then ag- ag- again you advise three to four times in the water, and and uh, then it comes back to me from my skydiving uh, learning experience that. Uh, when you do skydiving, uh, typically you would go every other weekend, do a few jumps. So over a couple of months, you would progress, but you would expect to progress and then uh, uh, stagnate and then progress, maybe fall a little back. So so you have your progression is, is not linear. It's it's up and little down and then up and and, and small jumps. Yep. But but when I what I did back then was that I got a new experience. I, I took a one week vacation at a training camp, just focused on this where we got in five jumps every day, video feedbacks from every single jump. And the instructor he is excellent. And he, he he could identify himself with each individual jumper, go into what does that particular jumper need right now to adjust. Um, uh, and and uh, yeah. And I have never experienced anything. I was just growing and growing and growing and growing continuously for five days no it was a week to have five jumps a day but a, f- a full week and 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 what it taught me is that it's better to do a lot of training and Im- get feedback and improve it like intensify that experience because then you don't get those fallbacks and jumps that you otherwise do if you only uh, um, yeah every weekend maybe skip mm. the training and so forth a quick note from our sponsor this episode of the podcast is sponsored by form swim goggles with these goggles you don't have to look at the pace clock anymore or be one of those swimmers in the pool always grabbing for their watch with form smart swim goggles you can see all of your key metrics while you're swimming distance pace stroke rate they've got it all and the swim data is displayed on the goggle lens and you can customize the display to see the metrics that you want to and I was worried that it was going to be distracting, but you can literally see through the display, the metrics are always there, but you have to choose to focus on them. It's really impressive. And it makes hitting intervals or any kind of specific training much more manageable and achievable. And the goggles track it all. It's automated. So from the time you start your session to the end of the swim, you don't have to press any buttons in between. It automatically tracks everything. Form also works with a bunch of the best pro athletes out there, including Lionel Sanders, Sarah Crowley, Hannah Wells, and Olympic champion Usama Maluli, to name a few. These form goggles are for all types of swimming too. One pair of goggles, and you can use them in the pool, the open water, you can use them in swim spas and endless pools too. So the same pair of goggles can be used in all of these different environments. The battery life is incredible too. One hour charge is 16 hours of swimming time battery life. And you can have the display on either your right or your left eye. The goggles themselves come with anti-fog solution that's used in dive masks. So it's great in terms of quality and there's a protective case with a nifty drainage solution. So after you swim, you can store them safely. And while the goggles connect to the form swim app on your smartphone too, they will sync with the form app and there you can review all of the details of your swim 
and you can see what other swimmers are up to in the form swim community as well. I'm a big fan of these goggles. I was really impressed when I used them and I use them for a vast majority of the sessions that I'm currently doing. To find out more about the form swim goggles, go to formswim.com and you can use our coupon code effortless at checkout and save $15 off your order. Back to the podcast. And, and there's a m- many similarities in uh, skydiving uh, and swimming because in skydiving, you, you use your uh, arms to uh, adjust and feel the wind as you travel 200 kilometers through the air. And then by maneuvering, you, you can uh, move around in the air. So there's a lot of hmm. core muscles you use and getting up on the air, getting that feel and having the feel for the air. So there's a lot of really using your entire body and to feel the air. And, and that's that feel you lose if you don't jump regularly. And and it's the same in the water. I mean, you get that feel when, when you uh, extend your arm to see if it's in the right position before the catch. And, 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 and when you feel the catch where you actually get a hold on the water, it's feeling. And, and uh, a few days out of the water, and I, I feel, ah, am I not doing it right? <laughs> but, but then I do the, the, the free recommended drills there. Uh, first the 616, then the uh, uh, doggy scoop, and then uh, the YMCA. And, and then, I, then, then I know, okay, I got it. I got it. I know what to do now. Let's focus on the next thing I need to train. But just like in every training to to kickstart that feeling, uh, okay, I'm there. Yeah. Well, that's um. There's a couple of things there. The well, the first one is when you first started. I haven't I haven't sort of mentioned this yet. So, what was the improvement that you had from when you first started to when you finished the course over that couple of week period? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, uh, uh, if my hundred meter times, they they were uh, when I really went forward, like two thirty, two minutes and thirty seconds, uh, and and then after the the catch challenge, I mean, I I got a time of uh, one thirty five, <laughs> and and and, 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 and so uh, here last week. In my swim squad, we we uh, had we, we don't do timing regularly, but every now and then we do. And and there I I I had a time of uh, one thirty one. So wow. it's absolutely <laughs> unbelievable how you can knock off uh, one full minute. Yeah, it, it's, uh, to me it's it's like uncomprehendable that it's even possible. <laughs> and, but but I, I I'm just getting hungry here. I'm really <laughs> I enjoy I enjoy. But yeah, but I mean yeah. I I have, I have no hurry. I mean I have the rest of my life. This is part of my life now. Um. So so I I do it to lose weight. As I gained uh, so much weight, I was uh, and I'm still overweight. Um, but I lost 14 kilos since August and, <laughs> and I only have 10 more to lose before I can uh, say that I'm back to my uh, weight 
before all those health issues kept me away from my biking. Hmm. So, yeah, that's uh, amazing. Yeah, it's just one of those changes in life that uh, you have to face when you get older and get adversity in your life, and you just have to find out, accept that you are not what you were before, face it, or suffer and and it's tough but you you just need to find other ways to to do what you want uh and and if you don't then <laughs> then you are heading for a casket <laughs> yeah it's tough Did... but but yeah so you go ahead um so so the swimming is really great and I, I just joined now an open water team. And uh, it, it's mostly uh, mature swimmers. Uh, many are uh, parents or grandparents already. Uh, so I feel that I fit in in that group. And, and uh, th- this is really one of my goals. I, I always enjoyed swimming in the ocean. Uh, <laughs> As my job took me around, I, I have been swimming in uh, in Rio de Janeiro at Copacabana Beach. Uh, I, I've been swimming <laughs> in the Philippines, uh, in uh, Thailand, and always the ocean has been a big draw. Uh, it's wild. It's it's like wow, and and, and com- <laughs> combine that. Uh, uh, with my previous experience as a, uh, as a recreational diver, um, something I picked up in the Philippines, a uh, lot of, of joy there as well. Uh, so, so I love learning. Uh, I can only recommend it. Uh, that, that, that's, that's really great. And one of the things that we were talking about before we jumped on the call was you've said you were, you film yourself every two weeks and look at the footage and review how you're going and the things that you're working on. And obviously that's a big help to be able to bridge the gap from what you think you're doing to what you're actually doing. It's amazing what you can learn from the video. Uh, I mean, even after the last feedback you gave me and I thought I corrected those issues. And then when I filled me just this Monday, I could see I'm not there. I'm not there yet. Mm. so I was a bit disappointed, but still then when I compared like what had happened over the past two weeks, I, I could see some improvements, just not what I had in my head imagined. So, so, so that continuous feedback uh, is part of the, the learning process, really, and, and it, it gives you something to strive for to, to make that perfect. But, but filming a video in Denmark, in a public swimming pool uh no you you it's so hard to get a permission because um the people responsible for the swimming pool cannot allow other people to be in the frame so i was able to (laughs) make an arrangement with uh with the manager that if i come early in the morning use the dive pool that is not otherwise used 
then I would be able to uh, to record my swimming. Uh, and 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 the the way I do this then is uh, by using a GoPro that I have a suction cup under on so that it can be mounted under the water. And um, it, it's only 12 and a half meter across in the dive pool, but placing the GoPro like in one end, and then I swim in the middle of the pool back and forth um, across from the camera, then I get footage that is sufficiently good that I can see what I'm actually doing. Uh, and, 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 and that I also provided for, for those reviews. And it doesn't need to be um, a, yeah, amazing quality, does it? Like you, you, even there's some cheaper cameras than a GoPro, like Kaiser Bass is one and, or base and base. Yeah. And they, they're like a hundred dollars, $150. And it's not as good as a GoPro, but it'll, it'll do. And for the amount of time that people are typically swimming, it's so worth the investment just to get an underwater camera or get someone to film them and, and f- or find a way to get it yeah. done. Because uh, as you were saying, like you just had, had, you thought you'd corrected some things, hadn't changed it quite yet. But uh, with that feedback, it's, it is just so valuable. Yeah. And, and, and that's really the thing I like about the video that it allows you to identify those one, two key areas you should work on now because swimming is so complex that if you think about all the things you have to do, then yeah, you can focus maybe on the entry of the arm and and the catch, but then you cannot at the same time focus on your hips, your head position, your breathing uh, and your kick. Uh, so it's like one thing at a time, um, and yeah, yeah. So so it's good to be able to say, okay, now this is what you should be focusing on. <laughs> and, and you sent your uh, your video in. Uh, so you're one of our, our video members, and um, so just in our memberships where you get have access yes. to all of our courses and workouts and stuff. And every month I do a live Q and A where people will send their videos and I'll analyze them on the call and, and give you one or two things to, to focus on. And that's where you got that first, first analysis. Um, yeah, that's great. I mean, it, it's a great system after the five day catch challenge. Uh, I, I joined the membership. Um, so, and I, I mean, it's great. It's really, I mean, Brent, the advice you give it's top class. Absolutely. Uh, you have that ability to to uh, give a swimmer what he needs to focus on in, instead of just telling him all the things that are wrong. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. I, I see um, like, uh, yeah, I, I, I see the amount of feedback that some people are given and it's like, it's too much. And I know from personal experience, if I'm trying to do, I can't do three things. Two, sometimes I can do if they're, if it might be like head position and like entry or something, but it's very hard to do, yeah, more than, more than two. So, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's the only way you can really get better is to, is to have ideally one thing to work on at a time, maybe, maybe two, and just have that patience like you mentioned earlier, because with that patience, you're not trying to force your swimming. You're just allowing yourself to, 
relax, yeah. just you know, work on these changes and know that they'll come. And that's, that's typically when I see people make the biggest improvements is when they're not looking to rush it. They're happy to, to go through the process it needs to be gone through <laughs> in order to, uh, to get those changes to become permanent. So uh, I think that sort of attitude or approach is, <clears throat> is one big reason why you, you had the success that you've had so far. Yeah, also one of the things I noticed that at the end of a workout where I'm exhausted is actually where I had have the best feel for the water. And and when I do my swim down, I I often have that great experience of things coming to me in in a way that I wouldn't have expected. Uh so so yeah, and then another thing with those workouts, there's never a swimming session that is boring. <laughs> it's just enjoyable always. So, for, I mean, compared just to doing laps and laps, um, I love working on the technique and, and, and getting this kind of feedback. It's, it's really great. Um, <laughs> I even considered joining uh, so you could do more video analysis but uh, I, I, it's not for my wallet, and and uh, um, you need to be a, a pro to uh, to put that kind of money down to to uh, uh, sort of get you uh, any time you want <laughs> to have an analysis. Yes, but, but I'll say the membership is great. Uh, it, it gives you uh, some of that experience, uh, and and. The video video feedback is the same. Um, it's just you have to uh, wait for your turn. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> once right. a month. Well, I had yeah. Um, yeah. So you're talking about the stroke analysis uh, membership there. So that's where people can send videos whenever they like, and um, yeah, coach them on their on their stroke. And um, <clears throat> it's yeah. I, I had a guest on recently who um, so guy Quest who um, he sent his video through for. Um, for analysis on the like the on the members call, and because um, he was struggling to make more than fifty meters without stopping, and I gave him one or two tips, and it, it made a difference to him going maybe like a hundred or one hundred and fifty meters. Like he was, it took his heart rate down a lot. And then I've coached him for the last couple of months through the stroke analysis coaching, and now he's he's taking a bit of a break because he's going to be doing a little bit more running for the next three months in the lead up to a marathon. But um, yeah, but so we work closely for that that time period and so for people who are like really wanting to you know send a video each week or so on that's um that's who we usually um get in and but because you're filming regularly and you 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 know what you're looking for at the moment i think what you're doing is you know is exactly sort of where you should be should be at at the moment and um the do you feel like you've got the same sort of feeling that you'd get from riding or biking uh, that you now have in swimming or is there, are you getting that sort of sensation of you're getting as good a workout as you used to from riding? Yeah, I would say even better. Um, it's done wonders to my, my feet and ankles. Um, and uh, um, <clears throat> my, my average pulse is, uh, is uh, about 120. Okay, it says nothing to other people, but it's in the high intensity uh, range of, of my um, 
uh, yeah. So, so I, I even get uh, close to my max pulse uh, when when I want to max out. Um, so, as an exercise, nothing beats swimming. That's for <laughs> sure. Um, and and at the same time, if I want to go aerobic, I I can easily do that. I, I discovered that I have a speed currently around two minutes seventeen seconds. It, 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 if I go at that effort level, like 60% of full effort, then I can just keep going and keep <laughs> going and, and, and keep going and keep going. And it doesn't matter if, if, what it is. Um, if it's a 50 meter I'm aiming for, if it's 150, it's those two minutes and 17 seconds. Um, and so, so that's a fully aerobic exercise. I can just continue with that so so, so uh, if i wanted to go longer which i sometimes do like 75 minutes on on a, on, on a workout uh, i could easily do that and 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 i really to bring that into uh to the open water uh because uh, yeah that is really uh just swimming long distance and and uh, it should be enjoyable but uh <laughs> water is five degrees here in denmark at the moment yeah a little bit so, cold in winter <laughs> and, and coming it, from it, your on the cold side coming from your skydiving background i feel like the open water would be a good fit for you still a bit of excitement and maybe not as much of an adrenaline rush but uh still yeah yeah a yeah. bit more uh yeah excitement than than swimming in the pool for you so that'd be a good combination yeah yeah i've joined an open water squad now um and uh plan on swimming once a week and they have wetsuits that i can borrow so i don't have to like make an in big investment in a uh uh really thermal uh wetsuit uh when i'm not the size that i plan to be uh, so in the interim that 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 is there and and i take I, I plan to take um, the good experience with the video with me into the open water by m- making some uh, stuff holding underwater again with a GoPro camera so that those in the squad who are interested in getting video, they can uh, use that opportunity to uh, to learn how is their <clears throat> stroke when they are wearing a wetsuit, how mm. are they balanced in the water um how do they swim and and um yeah so <laughs> i think you become we'll one of the, the favorites in the squad if you're uh, if you're doing filming for people they'll be pretty happy about that i'm i reckon so <laughs> um yeah that's uh so M- michael thanks for uh for being on the podcast any uh any final words of wisdom or what's uh what are you sort of most looking forward to in the next couple of months that uh yeah that's got you excited about your about your swimming yeah, uh, a bit of which word of wisdom is that uh, life is long. So uh, <laughs> just take your time and enjoy and, and then uh, uh, do the things that makes you happy. And, uh, <laughs> and I always appreciated uh, education. And, and support others who want to educate themselves, uh, uh, sponsor um, 
some people in the Philippines uh, where I lived for five years um, through an education. And, 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 and this is my education. So, yes, I also like to educate myself. I, I think we can learn all life. And, and um, life is long. So enjoy it. <laughs> That's a that's a that's great way sure. to um to to finish up. I agree. It's like it's when you when you feel like you've stopped learning, that's when uh, I think life would get pretty uh, pretty miserable from then onwards because there's nothing for me as a coach to come across someone and it doesn't it really happens, but to come across someone who thinks they know it all and is not willing to uh to learn anymore. It's like and I think yeah. and look for me, I reckon I I felt like I knew the most when I was about. 19 and I started coaching I thought I I know how to do this but that's when I (laughs) I knew the least so uh yeah it's uh I think that's that's a great one to finish up on so Michael thanks for being on the uh the podcast I'm looking forward to working with you um over the next few months and just continue to see your your development and, and growth as a swimmer okay thank you Brent take care Thanks for listening to the Effortless Swimming Podcast. If you'd like us to help you become a faster, more efficient swimmer, go to www.effortlessswimming.com.